Let's see. We live. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Where's the applause? There it is. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Capital City Podcast. I'm your host, Capital J, alongside my main man, DL Glass. Gangsta Boo is a she was one of my favorite female rappers, man. Mm-hmm. Always been a Gangsta Boo fan, and you know she spent all that time in the Three Six Mafia, mm-hmm. and she had for a brief period gotten out of the group. Well, she was still out of the group. But she had gotten away from devilish things and changed her name to Lady Boo. She even did some some Christian rap for a little while. In 2001, 2000, 2001 she um, became Lady Boo. Right. So she didn't want to be known as Gangsta Boo anymore. But, mm-hmm. you know, more recently, though, she was back in, in a doing drugs and partying. And she had put an album out with a chat called Witch. Mm-hmm. The chat was like her carbon copy. You need Jesus. <laughs> if, you're out here, if you're out here taking these hard drugs, a lot of MCs have turned, especially ones who who really got out there. And just in the group 3-6 Mafia, during the time that they've been out, you had um, a dude named Dale that was associated with them back in the day. He's a, a gospel rapper now. Mm-hmm. Gangsta Boo went gospel. Project Pat got saved. And, now, you know, they all, you know, backslid at some time. Except for Dale. <laughs> I think he's still he's still a pretty big deal in the gospel community. But um, let's take a pivot and talk about gospel artists, gospel hip-hop artists for a second. Mm-hmm. Now, Gangsta Boo made that switch. And you can uh it's it's easy it's easy to imagine why people from the three six mafia would get away from from that devil worshiping stuff. <laughs> she used to call herself the devil's daughter. Right. I told you what, what she said on the album. She said something on the album just made me take pause for a second. I'm like, yo, did she just like pledge allegiance to the devil? Like they were really <laughs> into this stuff. Crunchy Black got plenty of interviews out there right now. And, you know, he said it was real. They were really doing this stuff. Mm -hmm. And they said that DJ Paul introduced them all to the devil. (laughs) He he was the one that, you know, that that really took it there. It's like, hey, we ain't just going to talk about it. We're going to be about it. Right. And you see uh, the girl that sang Nookie, what's her name? Jackie O. Mm -hmm. She's a gospel artist now. Really? Yep. Gospel rap. Salt. Gospel rap mm-hmm. um, from Salt and Pepper, right? Um, <clears throat> and then you had plenty of artists. Rather than just make a full transition, they acknowledged their Christian roots by making gospel style songs on their album. Right. You know, um, MC Hammer was one of the early ones mm-hmm. with "Pray." That's why we pray, pray, pray. Scarface. Right. Who 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 you think did it best? Hey man, Petey Pablo had a joint. Um oh man. So sweet, so sweet. He spoke to me. That was the name of it. He spoke it was to on me. His first album. That song was it, absolutely absolutely right. 
great. Right. Scarface. Who did it? Uh, someday. And to me, those are the two, the two best secular, um, gospel rap songs from secular artists. Well, Kanye, uh, Jesus Walks was pretty tough too. So to me, those are the three best gospel rap songs by secular artists. It's Petey Pablo, he spoke to me. Um, Scarface Someday featured Faith Evans and Kanye West, Jesus Walks. And Kanye he put, you know, he put a whole gospel album out with a choir. No, no hip hop. I yes, and I think um, we don't give enough credit to the Scarface, the Fix album. That because album was one of the best albums of all time. You say someday, but the whole album, the whole album was fire, inspirational. Yes, it was, it yes, was borderline Christian or religious rap. It was inspirational, and, and it's I good. didn't pay attention to how inspirational it was until. I was listening because this was back in the day when they actually had the inspirational segment on the radio. Right. And it, it was on Sunday morning in the state I was living in, which was like West Virginia. And they played the overtime, the whole album during this inspiration. And I was like, so I went back and I listened to it again. Man, that was great work. Yes, man. The whole thing, man. And what it also proved is, don't let anybody tell you you can't, you know, you can't put a positive message in your music. Right. That whole album was was a positive message and good vibes, mm-hmm. and and it was one of the dopest hip hop albums of all time. And he he told see the the excuse I well I can't say the excuse the reason I hear so many people say that the music is the way it is now full of violence is because the kids and whoever's making the music is rapping about what they're going through or what they've seen. Mm-hmm. And he did the same thing in a positive form. And and the reason why I highlight him so much is because Scarface, <laughs> you know, yeah, from, from the ghetto boys who have made some pretty, you know, some, some, some pretty horrible stuff in the past. Yes. Stuff that no Christian would spend any time listening to. Right. But then on the flip side, you know, but hey, that's the reason. That's the reason people take their kids to church and give them a foundation. Mm-hmm. Because no matter how far you stray, you end up coming back to that stuff later. Right. You know, you don't forget what you were taught. And Scarface didn't. Kanye didn't. MC Hammer didn't. Um, um Petey Pablo, I mean, I used to go to church with Petey Pablo in Greenville, right. you know? So I know that when he sang that, I remember, I know I was right there in church with him on Sundays. And, you know, you don't get away from that stuff. That's why you give them a foundation now so they go and do what they're going to do. But hopefully it has something to come back to. And all these, these artists made some good work. Unfortunately, Kanye hasn't shown... You know, he hadn't shown that that character lately. Hmm. You know, he's been a little bit hateful out here. <laughs> but but nobody else is um there's not a lot of secular artists dabbling in Christian music or gospel or or you know, anymore. Like after Scarface and Petey, 
you don't really hear a lot of that. Like you still have your artists who turn 100% wholly towards gospel, but but they don't they don't dabble and just put a song on the album like they used to. You know, um, there was a time when when every every hip hop album used to have a "Say No to Drugs" song, or you know, and you <laughs> just don't you just don't get you know nobody nobody wants this. It's almost like they're scared to turn people off. With, with any type of positivity, I think is um, I I remember the track, um, Bible by Genius, basic instruction before leaving Earth. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it's crazy. But how was, how was he um how was he approaching? Well, it was um the the track wasn't just him. It was a few people on it, but you know it's the woo basically. And it, um, you know, it, it was some kind of messaging. And I think all that stuff from the woo, except that old Dirty Bastard stuff, <laughs> had some kind of messaging or underlying theme in it. Right, right. So. Right. And that Genius album was, what What was the name of the album? Swords and. Uh, Liquid Swords. Liquid Swords. Yeah. You know. So yeah. I think that's kind of, Yeah. Yeah, and and now we talk about secular artists who make who put gospel songs on their albums or songs with a Christian message, but you know there are a lot of MCs that are just straight up one hundred percent in the gospel rap lane. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lecrae, of course, is the biggest, hmm. and you know, a lot of a lot of diehard purists, you know, think that Lecrae went too far. You know, but at the same time, you know, I've even heard Lecrae say, you know, he didn't go so far that that he's experiencing the same level of success as a Lil Wayne and all these other cats. You know, you just know who he is, man. Lecrae eating, yeah. He he, what I think what he does a great job of, and I think it's the same thing you're speaking of, is towing the line, and mm -hmm. it sounds just like. The other stuff. Right. You know, the same right. cadence, the same producers probably. Um, yeah. But it, it's the same stuff. But you got to be good at it to pull that off too. Yes. And, um, yes. like, there's, uh, let me see. For a whole project and still get features. Yeah, I say the next, probably outside of Lecrae, the next most popular guys were Andy Mineo or Minio. I don't know how you pronounce his last name. But um, he's kind of like the Eminem in this, you know what I mean? Yeah. But he's a big deal. Um, he <clears throat> yeah, he's he's a real big deal in gospel rap, man, and and he's getting it. I know Derek Minor is. Derek Minor, um, oh that yeah, Bizzle Bizzle's a big deal. Um, KB NF, I heard a lot of his stuff like Trip Lee, most definitely. Mm. Oh, Toby Mac. Toby Mac is a big deal. Huge deal. And uh, you got Tadashi, Show Baraka. Have you heard anything from No Malice? Uh not lately. Did he did he um he went straight gospel? It, it's no malice now. <laughs> yeah. Not malice. But I haven't I haven't heard anything from him. Either. But, That's why I was asking. I mean, you're, you're to the streets more than mine. So. Oh, yeah. But, you know, the crazy thing is that even even in that world, Snoop Dogg made a pretty pretty good gospel album. 
recently. <laughs> but but like I said, I can't think of any song that that compares to Jesus Walks and all them other joints, you know, that we named as our top three. But he did he did put a song out, and he's a like that's a big time artist. Mm-hmm. Who and I just I just got finished saying that nobody even dabbled like that since Scarface, but Snoop did a whole album. Hmm. And he rapped on it. Like Kanye, he found a choir and and put, you know, let the choir put an album out, but it wasn't a rap album. Yeah, but Snoop Snoop Dogg was a rap album. You know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> you know, we can't we can't How leave well him out. That do? I really don't know. Don't, don't even waste your time. They say don't don't look it up. <laughs> it might have done really well. Who knows? Don't even waste your time. But you know the crazy thing is is that even in that world, you know they they end up having a bunch of foolishness. Same foolishness that goes on in regular music goes on in the gospel side. You know. No. Oh no, yeah. No, no yeah, I dude. Mean. The truth. Um, you know who Ty Tribbett is. Yes. You know he was married. The gospel rapper named The Truth slept with his wife. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. So that was that was a really bad look for gospel rap because it make it look like, man, these dudes on the same old stuff as everybody else. <laughs> you know? But they supposed to be Jesus. <laughs> nah, to be I, don't, I don't expect I don't expect no adultery going on, you know. <laughs> like I don't see nothing wrong with Mace leaving and coming back when he get ready. Mace is another one we forgot yes. about. I don't Mace, see nothing wrong yeah, with Yeah, Mace Mace came back. But you know, and then when he came back, it's not like he came back on, yes, on the killing. on the worst uh I'ma kill you. Oh, uh, um, did he? Uh, some, some be. I'm, I don't need. I mean, the first that. time he came back though, he was all smiles and well, positivity. Oh, you know what I mean? Man, that won't Mace, man. <laughs> <laughs> fighting, man. Hey, that was Mace. Mace was always smiling and, man, and having man. a good time. Not murder. Murder, Mace. Murder had to come back to get your attention. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because Mr. Shoddy Suit had already left you anyway. Uh, <laughs> That's oh, when, my goodness. When he came back as murder, that's when 50 was trying to sign him, and he was killing remixes. Uh, you talking about Jesus Walk. Mace killed Jesus Walk remix. <laughs> what? <laughs> and the Lean Back remix. Uh, what? <laughs> Mace. All right, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, Mr. Dale, that's that's his name, man. Mr. Dale is, is still doing his thing straight out of Memphis. Used to be with 3-6 Mafia. Huh? Oh, yeah. Bartender, bartender. But, yeah, dudes just kind of left that stuff alone, man. I was, it, it's it's kind of refreshing that Snoop Dogg took it there. You know, even if it wasn't the best work of his career. You know what I mean? Yes. And a lot of people... They go to church all the time. You know, I've, I've seen a lot of pushback towards any secular artist making gospel music. They don't, you know, a lot of Christians don't want no part of that. You know what I mean? Right. We're like, man, this dude's a heathen. I mean, this and this. That more of that judgmental shit. Right. But at the <laughs> same time, you don't know who you're going to reach. Right. By Your delivery is everything. <laughs> right. Right, and some people not gonna. Some people that don't, didn't hear Lecrae heard Kanye or heard Dax, D A X, Dax man, curse. He might killing in the joint. 
It's all about God. <laughs> what? It's all about God. Independent, I think he is. I don't know if wow. he's a deal or not. You know, Chance the Rapper is openly Christian, hmm. you know? And, but I wouldn't say he just is a gospel. He's not a gospel rapper, but he's a Christian MC. Hmm. And, you know, there's certain things he try to keep out of his music. And I ain't mad at that. Um, you know, Molly Music is another one that, um, you know, kind of did gospel and R&B. Kind of walks that line back and forth, hmm. but never goes too far. J. Cole give a lot of praise, too. Right, right. I have you in this without doing a full gospel mm-hmm. album. You know what I'm saying? Uh, MC Hammer set it off real big, though, at Prey. You know, yeah, I think he was one of the biggest artists of the time. Right. And, you know, he's out here. That's why we pray. Pray. <laughs> the choir. Get busy. They did it up big. What about Rick Ross? God forgive. I don't. <laughs> Man, I don't want nothing out of Rick Ross or DJ Cat. God did. <laughs> <laughs> That ain't what we talk about right now. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, this um, you know, hip hop gospel, I don't know, it's sometimes there have been times where like as much as I love the message, sometimes it it's like, is this is this good? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just, I'm just being right, real, right? Just right. as a fan of the, you know, of the culture, or the of music. the culture. Like right. I said, we we talked about what MCs <laughs> talk about all the time, like especially yeah. early on. It's about me, me, me. Right. I'm good. I'm this. I'm that. Yes. So, you know, like if I, <laughs> when I'm in church and the dudes start rapping about Jesus, like. Hey man, I don't know if I really want to hear this. <laughs> yeah, not, and I'm always down to praise. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. I was in right. church this past Sunday. Yeah, but if the pastor start kicking a rap, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just me. Yeah, I thought it was just me. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's so, part of the conversation we having right now. You know, I'm glad you said that because I got a question for you. So, have you ever thought about? Because earlier you said that nobody's touching on this stuff anymore. And have you thought about that there are some artists who still touch on it, but it's just in a different way? Hmm. And I'll give you an example of somebody who, now this is toeing the line, but um, Kodak Black, gives a lot of praise to God and his music. And, you know, I think even the little baby, little baby gives Kodak a lot. Kodak Black is probably one who used to go to church with his baby. mama and his grandma back in the day. Yeah. And he's, uh, Kodak Black is Haitian. So we don't know what his religion is, you know, but just saying give praise to God, you know, and thanking God and stuff like that is what I'm speaking to. Because I'll never know what somebody is You can kind of see who has a foundation and who doesn't by looking at the imagery that they're, what are they willing to, how far are they willing to go? Like, 
When you look at 21 Savage with upside down cross in the middle of his forehead, you know he got a cross tattoo on his forehead? Shit, he might. 21 Savage. He got look up something. a picture of 21 Savage. Okay. It's something there. Well, you know, and like, let's confirm that before I go forward what I'm about to say. Yeah, a cross. Now, is it upside it down looking? No. It's just a cross? Okay, well, even if it's just a cross, it's not upside down. Or is it, it a sword? It makes me think that he didn't really grow up in the church like that. Because the last person who made having a cross on their forehead famous. It might be a sword. Was Charles Manson. Right. And he referred well, himself as the Antichrist. No, no, no. Cause I'm about to be Who else had a cross in the middle of their forehead? Uh, you can't see these white people out here before <laughs> Easter. Well, all I'm saying is a tattoo <laughs> of a cross on I your forehead. Tell you, a story. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I tell you a story. Uh, wait, look, hold, hold that story. <laughs> and I'm going to. No, seriously, <laughs> seriously. Remember what you were going to say. And if you grew up in the church, you're not going to do nothing that Charles Manson did to your to your face. Because mm. Charles Manson called himself the Antichrist. So right. if you have that foundation already, which makes me think that 21 Savage probably didn't grow up in the church. Because, or yeah, or yeah. he wouldn't do yeah. anything mimicking right. a serial killer that called, that clearly called himself the Antichrist. Uh, I, I think it's a sword, but to your point of him Might just not, be a bad tattoo. Or And because he's from the UK. And you know, they're more free-spirited. Uh, the, the God... You know, they're more free-spirited there. So that's all I'm saying. Right. And, and, and then you get over here to the American South. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, that stuff ain't don't fly like that. I mean, but there's a lot of them with it. <laughs> yeah. That, but, and and you see who had the foundation, who doesn't. Like, you can tell, you're not going to tell me that, that Jay-Z did not grow up in church. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Different time, but uh, I... I you, you can tell, Why? just stuff he says. Like he don't, he don't mind saying blasphemous stuff. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Like I would bet that Nas didn't spend a lot of time in church. He said, "When I, I went to hell for snuffing Jesus," he said that as a, in his late teens, early twenties. Like if you grew up in the church around people who went to church, mm-hmm. you you ain't comfortable even speaking stuff like that okay. because you grew up. Right, you find you hear your grandparents said uh, telling you what not to get involved in, what not to say, what's blasphemous, what's against the Lord, and you can tell who just don't have that foundation. Hmm. Not saying won't get it later, but you know you just listen to certain people. You you hear how how comfortable how comfortable they are with blasphemy. Mm-hmm. Then you know they didn't grow up in a church setting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <clears throat> um, yeah, that's that's you know, I would be willing to bet. And then, like even Kanye today, all that ranting and raving he's doing against Jewish people and all this horrible stuff that he might have said, you could tell that he at some point did have that foundation. Doesn't mean it's gonna stay with you forever, right? But he did because at the end of the day, he's still paying homage mm-hmm. to the Lord in the way that he was taught. 
And it's, it's, it's crazy you say that because that brings, I think, more context to my story. All right, go ahead. Because I didn't grow up in church. Right. I used to go to the Kingdom Hall sometimes, but I didn't grow up in church. Right. And so I was grown 22, 23 years old, and I was living in Minnesota at the time. And this is my introduction to Ash Wednesday. So, Ash Wednesday, that's a, is that a Catholic tradition? Um, whatever religion it is. <laughs> so, <laughs> now, I don't remember celebrating anything about Wednesday. Ash Wednesday. In my church. Because um, Jesus died, and three days later he was resurrected, which was the Wednesday. Ash Wednesday. Okay. So, the cross on the forehead symbolizes that you recognize that he died for your sins. Right. So I'm in the house. Oh, the little ashy, wet cross, and then they walk around. I've seen people do that. I'm in the house. And mind you, this I'm in the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I hear the doorbell ring. I'm like, who is this? Like, don't nobody know I'm here. Like, Right. So I look out the window. <clears throat> And I see white people in walking up and down in the street, kind of, with the crosses on their forehead. And I go to the door, look out the peephole, and I see white people <laughs> right. with the crosses <laughs> on their forehead. Right, and right. Like we talked about Charles Manson kind of thing, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. I panicked. <laughs> You're like, oh Lord, they here, they here to get me. <laughs> I, I had been thought a cult had showed up. I was, and like, and you know, and that's it's funny because um, I grew up in the church and we didn't do that. Right, 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 right. You know, right. we celebrated Easter, but you know that was kind of the end of it. Mm. You know, uh, I wasn't. I, I you know, I never here. never got a. Yeah, never got a, a cross on the forehead. I got an Easter outfit. Yeah, I, I got that now. Right. <laughs> you know, but yeah, Ash Wednesday. No, like I, I, I had not been exposed to that. Right. Neither and neither had I. Okay. And I and I was was there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I paid that though. I didn't know what was going. Yeah. On. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yo, I went and got a hammer. You know, like I, I didn't, I didn't carry a gun. I don't, I didn't believe in having guns in the house. I went and got a hammer and a knife out of the kitchen. Hey, and and look, when I see some of this stuff people are doing now in their videos, I think either a, they didn't have like a church foundation growing up, or they did and they didn't enjoy it and it damaged them some way, right. So you know, Jay Z got damaged in church. I don't. I don't know because you know some like the wrong church will give you a totally different idea of what religion is. Absolutely. And you know, maybe like I, I can say that you know, you you're gonna come out of there to one of two ways. You either gonna come out a believer, or you are gonna come out and be like, man, this is some BS. The right. preacher is full of ish, right. and I ain't never coming back to this place. And all these people Oprah, are right? suckers. You see what I'm saying? Right. And so depending on what kind of church you were exposed to, it doesn't necessarily mean that that I'm, I'm going to take that. I'm going to backtrack on my own words. I'm not going to say that, that dudes had no church background, but mm-hmm. if they did, it was bad experience. Yeah, yeah. You, you said both. You yeah. You said both. Yeah. yeah. So... 
Right. Because, like I said, if it was a good experience, like I said, you'll be uncomfortable being but so blasphemous or having the devil in your video or mm -hmm. going to hell in your video. Mm -hmm. You know, if you can do that, then that means if you did have some, some previous church experience in your life, then you probably decided it was some BS and you don't want no parts of it and you don't believe nothing you were taught. Right. Or else, you know, you ain't going to be messing around with that. Like, you know, YG having a video in hell. <laughs> you good? You you and upset about what? I mean, yes. I'm just. I mean, I'm just. I know. I'm just. I'm just saying. Right. You know, you're not gonna do that if if your if your experience was something that you believed in. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. You're not gonna come out with no devil horns or a shirt with a pentagram on it or quoting satanic verses <laughs> on your song. We're talking about snuffing Jesus, you know, <laughs> if your experience right. was one that you truly believed in. Hmm. I mean, that's just straight up, you know, that's, that's across the board for anybody. Like, you know, like if you had a good experience with your mom, you're not going to say nothing about killing your mama. Eminem didn't have a good experience with his mom. So <laughs> how, look how easy it was for him to rap about. Yeah. You see what I mean? J. Cole, J. Cole said, you say it's nothing. Jesus, J. Cole said that he's so lyrical that Jesus will want to be on Dreamville. <laughs> <laughs> and that, I wouldn't say that's particularly blasphemous or that, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, but yeah, artists have taken it there. Like, for example, that little non-sex video, hmm. he rides a stripper pole down the hill and gives the devil a lap dance. Right. I mean, it, you have to know that you are saying you are offending everybody who is ever Christian. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the point a lot of times, right? So, so either for him, he either a didn't have a foundation in church, or b did. And it scarred him to the point where he wants to go out and make a statement against it. Right. Such a powerful statement. Right. And, and you got Because why it. else would you even go there? Like, think about this. If you had never had any experience with church, you wouldn't even come up with that idea. Because you wouldn't be mad. It's just like no reason. Right. Like, there's no reason to even dabble and do that. You know what like I mean? Where you come up with that. Like, yeah. to, to either come up with that, you either A, just, uh, you know, your experience was terrible. And you got some payback on your mind. Now, I'm gonna get all them Christians, right? So that was, you know, that's almost like it's some trauma involved or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, right. I'm gonna make everybody pay. Well, wait till you see this. Wait till you see this. <laughs> wait till you see this. Right? They had the 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 Nikes with the six six the Satan Nikes or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, like why? You know why I go there? Either you don't know no better, or nobody ever taught you that this is something. Blasphemous, or mm -hmm. you trying you lashing out about something about something, mm -hmm. you know? Interesting. I mean, yeah, you know, you're right though. Outside of hip hop, you got your girl Katy Perry. She was, you know, she used to be a gospel artist. No, yeah, she was a gospel artist before she went pop, and sometimes she goes in dark places in her videos and she's somebody who knows the power of that imagery. Mm -hmm. She grew up in a in a 
church household. I think her father was a preacher. Hmm. She knows exactly what she's doing. Who's the greatest at it? At what? Making making secular music and gospel. Secular music with a gospel message? No, 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 no. Oh, the best secular artist with a... Yes. Period? Yes. That you mean no nothing gospel related, just best secular. No, period. no, no, no. Not I'm talking about best secular gospel. artist with a gospel message. Or yeah, yeah. I think Scarface, man, the Scarface did it really well. Like I said, Snoop, Snoop had a whole album, man. <laughs> yeah, R. Kelly. Hmm. But has R. Kelly even made a gospel song? That's if if you're open to new ways of showing your. I mean, faith. he's made some positive music. No, it's funny because I believe I could fly would come on gospel stations sometimes. Sometimes, and um, I wish. Sometimes, yeah, they, but but are they really gospel songs? Maybe it's <clears> his <throat> version. There's uh, different religions. I've heard um, Puff Daddy missing you. On the gospel station, yeah, I'll always that that's sampled from a um, a gospel song. No, no, nah, nah, that's the police. Every breath you take, oh, okay. Every breath you take, man, that's almost um, inspirational too, right? That, yeah, well, I mean, you know, it was it was about that song was actually about Big Brother, because you know, back in the eighties, the mm -hmm. idea that the government would always be watching you. Mm, got you. So, got you. okay. <laughs> But yeah, but yeah, they they use it sometimes, you know, and and that that's another subject. Sometimes we mistake inspiration for gospel. Yes, you know, and gospel is yes. basically you know you preaching the word, the word of Christ, right? But yeah, everything yeah. inspirational is not gospel, right? But so I'll take that on gospel radio. Kelly. You know, now R. Kelly has made a lot of inspirational music, absolutely. You know, yes, but. Play. Scar, that Scarface song, Someday, he's talking about the Lord in that mm -hmm, song. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, um, right. Petey Pablo is say, talking about the Lord. Kanye is talking about the Lord. Mm -hmm. But Puff Daddy, um, R. Kelly, they weren't necessarily talking directly about the Lord. It's just, you know, it just happened to be an inspirational message. He was talking about his friend maybe going to heaven. Right. Hoping he'd get to see him again. But it's not really, not necessarily gospel. And sometimes you kind of mix up the two, inspiration versus gospel. It's not really the same thing. You're right. You're <laughs> right. But, you know, I think, it, I guess right now, I think everybody would agree that Lecrae is probably the the best. Um, you know, he's at the top of the pile right now. But you got a lot of talented MCs. Making yes. like, you know, if you just sit back and just listen, there are a lot of really talented MCs that mm -hmm. that just strictly do gospel rap. Mm -hmm. You know, <clears throat> does that music does that music catch you like the other music? I've heard some, but you know, I think that as a gospel artist, they got to be careful. Like, here's the thing: music has. Music kind of, kind of has a message too. Mm -hmm. 
You have to be careful what kind of soundtrack you use. You know, like once once a, a certain energy has been assigned to a sound, DMX, it's hard to to use it for something else. Like I remember being in church and um, <laughs> remember a Crush on You, I seen choirs in the middle of that gospel song, and then the the, the band are going to dunna, 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 and they keep singing, but they got everybody jamming, but they singing gospel over this. <clears throat> that song's already got a it's already got a a vibe and an energy to it, right? So it's like, hmm, right. you know, even though you're trying to reassign it and repurpose it for gospel. Lil' Cam and Biggie already done did what they gonna do on that. <laughs> you know, and Biggie told you he wanted to go to hell. Mm-hmm. He said it by his mouth. Like another another person who I could say it makes you wonder what was his relationship with church? Did he have one or did he have, you know, was he a person who just didn't have a relationship with church or was he one that did and it was negative? He said, and it was probably the the latter. I'm saying it was probably a negative experience because he said, I don't want to go to heaven with the goody goodies. <laughs> so he's I, he knows about the concept of heaven and hell. Right. And he's made his choice. Right. And you said Jay-Z <clears throat> went to church. I don't know, but if you think but about I, I, sometimes I wonder. First album. Sometimes I wonder if he did or not. I, I would I would guess that he didn't have much of a, a foundation in the church. You know? Because he's real comfortable with saying things that I think any Christian would find disrespectful. You know, admittedly, he's gone on stage and said, I sold my soul to the devil. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he's walking around with a quote on his shirt from from the... the uh, the satanic verses, mm-hmm. uh, you know, eh, if you really got kind of a foundation, you're just going to stay away from that stuff in general. Because one thing church does is, is as a child, as you go, you kind of, it's not just about respecting where you develop a fear of offending God. Right. And when you don't see that, it lets me know that either A, <laughs> they never had that foundation, or B, it mm-hmm. was so bad that they're like, man, I'm going all in on on everybody, right, right. So I, I just I don't know which one it was, but but there's no reservations about being as disrespectful as possible. <laughs> A lot of people do, hey, or are, hey, and that's and I'm I'm I, like I said, I come from from that church background. I can't never get comfortable with. But being but so blasphemous out here and, and, and artists being that blasphemous is because, you know, I came up with a fear, a fear of God. Right. And and I was, you know, it's just certain things you just don't do and you just don't say. Right. Certain things you don't get involved in. Mm-hmm. So I don't, you know, I'm not going to take part in a seance. I'm not messing <laughs> with no Ouija board. Yeah, we bought a Ouija board <coughs> early on. My older cousin better get rid of that. <laughs> right. You see what I'm saying? Because that's that's somebody who had a foundation. Yeah. And you know, that's one of the things that, you know, just through time, you people, your elders are like, look, don't mess with that stuff. Right. You know? 
But that's and that's what uh, Crunchy Black said. Uh, DJ Paul used to bring around. He said he used to bring the Ouija board. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Wow. So, yeah, yeah. This is the part two of this one was was the easier conversation. You mm-hmm. know, right. <laughs> it's gonna be. I, I'm, I'm gonna put this on chopping block. I'm gonna hook it right up. <laughs> But yeah, man. So I wish sometimes I wish that we could have people call in while we were talking about this stuff. I would love to hear from. <clears throat> we gotta go live from an audience. Yeah, we gotta go live. about their own personal experiences because you know I, I've seen what what a bad experience with church can do to people, mm-hmm. and you know it leave them angry. Now you mess around, go to church and get molested by a preacher or something. You're not gonna come out here singing these praises. You might. Might just ride a strip of pole to hell and do a lap dance on the devil. Or <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> like I said, what happened to Biggie to make him say he don't want to go to heaven? Because he like black tins and black hoodies. I mean, you see what I'm saying? Like, you know, what make you able to say stuff like that? Right. Without thinking about it. And uh, and and that's where we are today. And, and, you know, so when um, stuff like that right there is said, I think a part of, um, let me see how I want to say this, a part of, it, it's like a metaphor, um, because if you think about it, he said, because he want to wear black tins and black hoodies, that's what society has put there, saying that these things are bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, all black. Yeah, yeah, the black tins and black hoodies, that's what people who looked like him wore back then. Right. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so, like, so nothing about me is godly. You know what I'm saying? They already telling me this. Nothing about me is godly. And and even one step farther, like, no Christian's going to call themselves gods. But, you know, you had a whole movement in hip-hop. The 5% nation referred themselves as gods. Mm-hmm. And they use a quote from the Bible to justify it. But if you're a Christian, you know, like that that in itself is blasphemous. Because, mm. you know, <clears throat> if you grew up in the church, they all tell you in a heartbeat, you're not God. Mm-hmm. And don't you ever claim to be. Mm-hmm. But when somebody can claim to be, you wonder, did they either A, <laughs> have any church background to tell them they did something you shouldn't do, right. or B, did have a church background and it just didn't work for them. Mm. And this is what they are now. Right. So something to think about, people. Mm. <clears throat> and we just had a conversation. I'm not condemning anybody for what they say. You know, I'm I'm not here to judge. That's another thing. <laughs> You ain't yeah. no Christian. You ain't here to judge. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> See, spoken like somebody who had a bad experience. <laughs> you ain't no Christian. You ain't judging. Stop lying. That's that. That's that bad experience. That bad experience in church. The only one person can judge you. <laughs> it ain't me. The one who told everybody else at church. <laughs> 
<laughs> and but but that's those are the kind of experiences that make people, you know, that turn yeah. people off. Right. Absolutely. So, well, we covered. You know, tonight we talked about a little bit of fentanyl. We talked about a little bit of gospel rap. Um, we talked about secular artists kicking gospel music. Hmm. And we talked about um, you know. Artists being just plain old blasphemous. <laughs> so, hey, if you want to join in on the conversation, what's our email again, man? Info. Info. At. At. Over here. Over here. TV.com. Over here. TV.com. Info at over here. TV.com. I would love to hear from some people because one day I want to just have a full show based on the feedback that we've gotten. Right. You know, questions people ask and and things people bring up mm-hmm. on their own. I would love to have this conversation with people, right? You know, I I, I saw a dude interviewing Country Black, and he said, "I remember back in the day, my mama saw that I had y'all three six Mafia CD. She tore it up, broke it, <laughs> and threw it in the trash. Say, I don't want this mess in my house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?" <laughs> right, and that's that's too that's somebody who had a, a foundation. Yes, <laughs> you know you don't bring this mess in here and listen to this. No three sixes, no six 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 mafia. <laughs> <laughs> so we would love to hear from you, man. Hit us up info at overheartv dot com. Get in on this conversation, and we'll find a way to you know make this happen and include some of your comments. So we're about to be out of here. It's Capital City Podcast. I'm Capital J, and he's DL Glass. Be sure to get the podcast anywhere you get podcasts. And on overheartv.com. Right on. You need Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>